0: Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com Righto, gentlemen, let's get to the NFL Week 18, final week. We wonder about some of the sides and just how strong they're going to be, who rolls out their first team players. But what have you seen out coming out of Week 17, Jared?
1: Uh, yeah, you're right, Jimmy. I mean there's a lot of a lot of teams are gonna be resting players, especially those who already have their position confirmed in the seedings. And we speak of the Ravens and the 49ers now confirmed as the number one seed for the AFC or the NFC. Uh, both are gonna be resting players this week. Both will then also have the advantage of a week off and be playing from home, which is a massive advantage through the opening weeks of the final series. We've got a few others um, Assured now, the Cowboys come out of that win at home and very controversial circumstances at the end. I thought the referees clearly, uh, clearly, absolutely stuffed that up. And very interesting going into that week, um, Adam Schefter in the US, who's you know one of the big name reporters, had written a story only four or five weeks ago about that particular umpiring unit. Um, that there'd already been three. Games that they'd made late game-changing decisions and got each of them wrong and were under a lot of pressure and focus and then got number four wrong. They've been demoted. They still get a game this week, but um, the Lions, Dan Campbell, one of the best press conferences ever afterwards. I mean, he really is a bloke you'd want to play for, isn't he? I mean, he just has so much passion and feeling for his team. Um, Outside of that, the Dolphins, absolutely whacked by the Ravens. they're sitting number two in the AFC. The Chiefs number three. The Chiefs really look a, uh, a fade of what they've been in recent seasons. The big stalker there is the Bills. If the Bills beat the Dolphins this week, they can clinch number two uh, and I think be the real challenger for the Ravens. But um, some really interesting matchups, and I think some weak lopsided games this week. And then we go into Monday in the U.S., known as Black Monday. And, gee, I think there's at least six or seven... Coaches that will be sacked come Monday, probably a few GMs with them. Very interesting watch on the Tennessee Titans because there's been a lot of speculation in the last couple of days that uh, Mike Fabrell, who um, is very well regarded as a coach, has been butting heads with the GM and the management and has now privately requested a release. He still has two years to go on his contract and he is a favoured son of the Patriots, so whether there might be a little bit of shuffling in the background there is also a very interesting watch. Interesting around
0: Nick Sirianni and the Eagles too, given their fall from grace. I think they've lost four of their last five, the Super Bowl contenders from last year. So might be a, a bit of a look. And, and just in college football, Jim Harbour, and there's lots of rumours around Jim Harbour at Michigan and, and what he's going to do. It'll be Michigan taking on Washington in that. What's the, Do you get much of a turnover on that at all, Tristan?
2: Yeah, it's it's a very popular betting event, and um, Michigan are going into that game slight favourites. There, a dollar fifty-three, Washington two fifty-two, and four and a half is the line. But yeah, it's always a very popular market, uh, you know, and and, and we, we saw plenty of action in the semi-finals as well. So two good games there as well.
1: Oh, they were they were two cracking games, weren't they? And um, you're right, Jimmy. I, I I think you know long odds on that Jim will end up um, coaching NFL next year because there's also still. Pending in the background of uh, their final game, uh, this inquiry about a whole range of rubbish in the background and uh, whether he'll be penalised and um, and uh, other ramifications. And I'm sure all of that will end up forcing his hand and he'll end up somewhere in the NFL and highly sought after. He's been there before. Remember that uh, he and his brother played off in a Super Bowl. Um yep what, about 10 years ago. Uh, But they they were two cracking games, and I think we've got a great matchup there. And the other thing that comes out of all of this and out of college is I I think that there's at least three, four, possibly five high-quality quarterbacks that will go into the draft. And so that's going to be very interesting um, shuffling for spots and number one, number two, number three picks and how all of that unfolds.
0: So defense game of Michigan and the run game of Michigan up against the passing game of Michael Penix and his wide receiver core. So yeah, that is that is a good matchup and I will be there watching. Not live, but I'll be there in the US watching. So um, looking forward to that one. Watching with my brother in law who went to Washington. So he's ah. a, so very exciting.
1: Are you getting to any games, Jimmy?
0: Uh I have to work on that. There's a game at SoFi. Uh, The Chiefs are out there. It would be great to go and watch the Chiefs kick goals um, in the NFL. So that that will be exciting. So um, I'll get back to you on that one.
1: Update on... You you might be able to buy the merchandise if you get to the game and have a new team to follow when you get back. Yeah, Chiefs on the slide. Don't know.
0: (laughs) The Chargers, unless they get Jim Harbaugh. Uh, leave me yes. out of that too. Um, now, what about MVP Jared? Lamar Jackson puts his stamp on the competition.
1: Yes, and I think the markets in the US, Tristan, have they not uh, basically given up that he's the man who's going to end up with the award? I mean, what was it? Five touchdowns he threw last weekend and certainly absolutely dominated the, the Dolphins and ripped them apart.
2: Yeah, he's into 101 now, so certainly looks like, uh, looks like he's got it all sewn up. Um, you know, Dak. Alan Purdy are all around that 20-1 to one mark. But, yeah, Lamar Jackson, 101, I think you will be getting the gong.
1: Are the Ravens the new favourite for the Super Bowl, Tristan, or are the, the 49ers still holding
2: that? 49ers have just um, opened up their mar- margin a little bit in front, actually, on the back of the the uh, games on the weekend, which is a little bit surprising. They're into $3 in from three forty. Baltimore's $3.80. Then you've got the Chiefs at nine fifty. I tend to think... As you touched on, the bills are the side that seems to be on the up there. $10 with Dallas, 10 Miami, 11 and Philly on the slide at $12. What are, what
0: are the Cleveland Browns, Tristan, with Joe Flacco turning back the clock?
2: Yeah, $34. And hasn't he done well uh, coming off the couch? And uh, and they've got a very, very good defense there. He's sort of the yeah. quarterback that can just, just drive him around and, and, and do the job that's required of him. So, you know, there's, there's worse $34 shots running around, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: Uh, anything else, Jared, that jumps out at you from a value point of view? I know you, you mentioned the Bills a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I would have thought, given that performance a couple of weeks ago, that the Ravens were much closer to the 49ers. And I know the 49ers uh, got back and won last weekend, but I still have a significant question mark over Purdy when he plays those very physical, in-your-face defensive uh uh, teams and the Ravens clearly is one. I think the other one is the Bills. Now, if we end up seeing an AFC final uh, championship game where we've got the Ravens against the Bills and one of those then going through to make uh, the play up in the Super Bowl against the 49ers, you know, I'm not sure that the 49ers are as good at things as I or others might have thought a few weeks ago. So very interesting matchup into the weeks ahead. But um, listen, I thought the, my best bet this weekend, I went for a little bit of value. I thought the Tennessee Titans... Um, Their record at home is very different to what they've been away. They've been very disappointing over the last couple of weeks, but they get back at home for this last final game. All the speculation around the coach, which I mentioned before, uh, very interesting and a very emotional uh, press conference from him yesterday. There's also the talk that they're going to trade Henry in the offseason. And if all of that's the case, and I think that, uh, the coach and their leading player pull everybody together for one last little dig on the weekend. Uh, I think they can beat the Jags, who I think have been very disappointing. Uh, plus four and a half for a home dog. I'm all over that. So the Titans, plus four and a half, 188. This week is my best in the NFL. Tristan? Tristan?
2: Yeah, I think, and obviously they'll be trying to spoil, uh, spoil Jacksonville's path to the play uh, to the winning that division as well, because it, it's an interesting one there, where Houston and Indianapolis play each other earlier or the day before, and then the winner of that will take pole position or the clubhouse lead. With Jacksonville, obviously, the chance to win if they if, get through if they beat the Titans. But I'm going to take us to the last game of the uh, the round, where I just think Buffalo. I, I, I think they've just got so much momentum. I think the Dolphins have battled against those those top tier teams, so. I think Buffalo's going to win the division in style. I think they're going to cover the minus three at $1.90 and uh, keep their momentum rolling as they move to the playoffs.
1: Yes, I like the Bills as well. What have you come up with, Jimmy? Well, Chicago's
0: been very good to me of late, Jared. so why not go to the world well one more time? Chicago plus three at Green Bay. So... Finally, they're up against a, a difficult quarterback here, the Green Bay defense. So uh, Justin Fields carrying all before them, sixty-four points in the last two weeks. So uh, I reckon Chicago uh, with the plus three. I'm going to go fifty dollars, and I'm going to go Chicago head to head at two dollars twenty-two. So I'll have I'll, I'll split that. I'll go the fifty uh, on the plus three, and the fifty on the head to head. Please Tristan uh, on. Oh. The- Cargo Bears and make a really difficult decision about what they do with their quarterback moving forward.
1: Yeah, well, and their coach, Jimmy, a very interesting watch there next week because going back four weeks ago, certainly he looked like he was in for the chop. And if that was the case, that they probably moved fields on, bring in a new coach, bring in a new GM and go with a new quarterback out of the draft, remembering that they have the number one pick. So do they now keep Fields, keep the coach, and do they use that number one pick to either trade down and then go with a, an alternate positional player? Yeah, anyway, I agree with you. I think uh, Fields has really aimed up in the last couple of weeks and you've been on the Bears' train and so it continues. Now, uh, what about the, the the family in Pittsburgh, Jimmy? Are they all over Pittsburgh again? you? They've found points the last couple of weeks, coming up with wins. Did they finish the season with a win?
0: Look, if, if they've got a quarterback that doesn't want to play, I know that... Um... Austin, River and Avery will all put their hand up to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, if required. So I know there's Mike Tomlin's got a big issue there about who is in and who is out. But So we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Look, I, I know you guys have a meeting before this um, this chat. I had a meeting too with myself. Uh, and what I found after winning two straight championships here, I was worried about complacency. So I'm going to make sure that I get that out straight away. So you're... Miami versus Bills situation there, Tristan. And I know you were there chirping away in the background. Yeah, I like that. I like Absolutely. that.
1: Absolutely.
0: Miami plus three. Thank you very much, Tristan. I'll have a lunch bet on that with you.
2: All right. Well, that sounds that's music to my ears. So that'll be uh, that, that'll be a good result, and uh, hopefully get to the clubhouse lead, and then we can just maybe even just play, play towards Stumps once, once we're one one nil up.
1: Mate, if I really were... we disappoint. Our only disappointing part about this one, Tristan, is that next week when you and I are talking all up about being uh, G- Jimmy at minus two, is Jimmy won't be here. He'll be on a plane somewhere listening to the podcast. No,
2: the good part is I've got a very very busy next week with Magic Millions coming up, so it'll I mean we can we can keep that hour and a half we normally have for our chat uh, up our sleeve for the next couple of weeks. So that's one positive out of uh, out of things.
1: So, Jimmy, you must not uh, watch the uh, highlights of the Dolphins last weekend against a very physical, defensive opponent. My family's away.
0: I watch the highlights
1: of every NFL game.
0: last <laughs> 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 week, you should have seen it. I just, just go, right, oh yeah, I watched the highlights of that one. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, if you get an early lead, what I don't want you to do is to try and protect the lead after one weekend, like the Brisbane Broncos did at the 60-minute mark of the 2015 grand final. I, I know that's happened a lot with... Queensland-based teams over the last 12 months. Getting to the finals, one thing boys,
1: winning it, completely different. It's interesting, Jimmy. Uh, for New Year's Eve, I uh, I did put up a little post about uh, being on the rooftop here and watching the brilliant fireworks here in Brisbane, which were outstanding, and put a photo up and said, you know, they're outstanding. But much like the Brisbane Broncos, lasted about 10 minutes um, into the second half, moments of brilliance, and then faded into nothing. And it didn't seem to go down very well with the Broncos supporters. a yeah. bit too soon. Sometimes, Gerard, sometimes, you've got to
0: tell people what they need you, not what they want <laughs> from a Bronco. Uh, righto, so we've got the lunch bed on. I've got Miami plus three over your Bills uh, versus Tristan and the floater, Condon, is on the back of that as well. Absolutely.